You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hello, and welcome into the Sarcastic Remarks studios. My name is Ryan Chambers, and as I rearrange everybody on screen, over to my left there is James. He's actually on the way home from the game, and unfortunately had to see this live. And then to my right is Christian. We are Starcastic Remarks. Welcome to the After Game Review for game number four, round one. Calgary wins by a final score of four to one tonight, evening the series at two games to two as it heads back to Calgary for game five. So it looks like there will still be a game six. Just depends on who wins game five as to what will happen here there in game six. But Regardless, guys, before we get into tonight's game, which we've got a lot to talk about, Zach was already ranting before we even <laughs> uh, got onto uh, air here. But we want to recognize and thank our sponsor, DraftKings, for being our sponsor for our episode, for our podcast, and our the entire Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you for them for doing that. Go and use that promo code THPN next time you're there. Um, so overall, guys... What are your biggest thoughts at tonight's game? Because there, there's a lot to talk about, unfortunately, and most of it bad, not good. I mean, for me, the big thing, yes, the officiating was bad, and that's the big talking point of All-Stars fans after this game. But we end the night with one goal. Our best player is obviously Jay Gottinger. We allow 54 shots. We only have 35 of our own, and we're one for six on the power play. I mean, the Stars played a bad game. We did not play good at all. Our only good player was Ottinger tonight. And even our fourth line, we had to bench our entire fourth line pretty much for the last part of the game because they couldn't play. Gurionov Radulov couldn't couldn't play in this game. So we can complain about the officiating all we want, and I think we still still should because it was atrocious. But you're not going to win a game one to nothing, especially when you allow over 50 shots. Yeah, for for me, really the. The main thing was the Stars played really bad, but Otter should have been able to keep us in this game, and the refs kind of screwed that chance. So, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of halfway in between you guys, to be totally honest. Like, the the refs did not help in this game, I think, but they still made some really bad calls against Calgary, too. So it, it, it's not like it was all bad calls just against yeah. Dallas. But, but, yeah, it's, but it's the gravity of the calls that they made against us. Giving yeah. them a full two-minute five-on-three and a penalty shot was, off a one-handed hooking call, those are game-changing calls. Yeah, a but what are they random two-minute power play earlier in a game is not a game-changing call. Yeah. And that that's like that's how it was at the beginning of every period, it felt like. I'm, it was at least two two periods they that we started that Calgary got had a power play before the first two minutes were up. It's like, how are we going to start start our periods off at all well or offensive at all if we're just getting stupid penalties that probably shouldn't have been called? And also just on the penalty thing again real quick, it wasn't just that 
that they were calling bad calls both ways is that they were missing some really bad ones against the Stars, too. I mean, yeah. it, they didn't miss they, any they, against Calgary. <laughs> they yeah, added they some. It, they added some to Calgary, and they didn't miss any for them, it felt like. I'm sure there's some that were missing, but, like, still, it was it was not fun. <laughs> but Again, guys, I know y'all are not going to like me, and neither are Stars fans when I say this, but the, the Stars had their opportunities. You can't score a goal, you're the first of the game, and then 21 seconds later take a penalty. And it was a penalty. And then it y'all were talking penalty. about... Go ahead, Zach. I was going to say, that one was a weak call, in my opinion, too. That's a weak I mean, call. they were both standing still, and the, the dude kind of just, it, it looked like he dove really bad. Yeah. Okay, and then y'all were also talking about the 5-on-4 the when it became a 5-on-3. I mean, I mean, what are the refs supposed to, it was a very They're not obvious to call the first call. They're not supposed to call that first trip. That's not a trip. It's not. Yeah, I mean, the dude, it's not. It's... I mean, it's whatever, though, man. I mean, sometimes you get bad calls like that. It's just frustrating that it was happening all night long. Yeah. But, I mean, l- let's get off of it, though, because we know the officiating's bad. Most people who watch this game know the officiating was bad. But, I mean, the Stars still only scored one goal and allowed it and allowed over 50 shots. I mean, and, that's and, what we need to focus on more than anything is the Stars play bad. Right. And, and the thing is, is that as bad as the and I'm not disagreeing with you either, Zach, uh, it, by the way, guys, Zach is was with the was at the game with James. Man, I can't talk tonight. So he may he may interject every once in a while when especially when I say something stupid. But, you know, Chris normally does that. So Chris will do it for him, too. But anyways, um, yes, there's going to be bad calls both ways, but you can't let that define the game. And as much as. It was a a factor in tonight's game. It wasn't the biggest factor in tonight's game. The biggest factor in tonight's game was Jake Ottinger. And yep. the fact that the Stars completely wasted a... I mean, he let in three goals and lost yeah. the game. But I mean, it was one of the greatest... I mean, one of the greatest outings I've ever seen out of a Dallas Stars goaltender in playoff history. And I've seen a lot of, of playoff history. I mean, I've, I saw when the Stars won the Cup in 1999. The kind of saves that they're asking Jake Ottinger to make, and, and he's the only reason why this game is is 4-1. to one. It should have been 5-1, 6-1, 7-1, something like that. And he is the only reason why that this game was even close. I mean, you could point to a number of saves. The Toffoli save in the first period, the save that in the third period when he was literally sideways... He was literally making a right angle with the goal and made the save. And then on top of that, there are numerous other saves that he made that were not as high quality as those or as memorable as those two that I'm thinking about. And they just blew it. Absolutely blew it. When you get a some sort of you know experience out of that from a goaltender like Jake Ottinger, you should win the game. And they flat out blew it. 100% blew it. And I don't want to hear that, oh, that's hockey and everything hey. like that. They didn't get the job done for Jake Ottinger tonight. He did everything but score. Everything but score. Sorry. Rant over. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree, obviously. Every part of the Stars game was bad tonight, except for that, pretty much. So, offense is terrible, didn't get enough chances, didn't shoot enough. Literally, Tyler Sagan in the middle of the slot with nobody around him passes the puck to someone who's covered. What is that? 
The passing was awful tonight. Turnovers all over yeah. the place. The defense is terrible. You can't allow 54 shots. I, it doesn't matter if, like, we were still clearing the front of the net and everything. That doesn't matter. If you're allowing 54 shots, that's bad defense. I mean, there's no other way around that. We lose the face-off battle tonight, 56 to 44. We're the second best face-off team in the league, and we lose that. Like, I mean, e yeah. even even what we did well in the first period, the physicality, that's evened up. The hits tonight, 29 to 29. I mean, we didn't win anything tonight. We this is what people thought Calgary was going to do to us when they were saying five games to four games. And they showed it to us tonight, and the Stars had no response for it at all, and they better figure one out before the next game. Hey, uh, James, will you go ahead and mute? Because the, the road noise is really loud uh, when you're when you're there. And if you'll just unmute uh, yeah, when I'll you just, have something I'll to say. I'll just unmute when i got something to say. Yeah. Okay, thank you, because it's just getting a little loud. But we still want your feedback on how you, how you thought the game went, James. So just keep, uh, keep us coming and keep talking to us as we go. So. All right, um, so do we want to go ahead and just talk about uh, the biggest winner and the biggest loser here tonight? Because yeah, I mean, I mean, we I mean, could both give our same biggest winner. The biggest winner is Jake Ottinger. Outstanding. Well, in, or in, in a way, in a way, could you say biggest loser? No, <laughs> no, he's the biggest winner. That's the second best playoff performance I've seen from a Stars goaltender, second only to uh, Bishop in Game Seven against the Blues. I mean, seriously, that's it. And I just don't see how we get star quality goaltending like that and not win the game. I mean, he was better than he was in game three. That's better scary. Than it was in game one, better than it was in game two. Yeah. And and that's scary going into game five, going into Calgary. Because, yeah. I, mean, I mean, we've proven that we can win in Calgary, but it was a one-nothing game in all reality. So. Yeah, and, and this game pretty much was the first period of game one, except for all 60 minutes. I mean, the Stars had maybe five minutes in the second period that they had some pressure, and then obviously that a six-on-four. Like, you better have pressure when you have a two-minute advantage. But, I mean, it, it's obviously not good enough. We can't get into the zone. We couldn't get out of our own zone. We, we It's all one-and-dones in the offensive zone. It's, it's crazy that we even got to 35 shots tonight, honestly, in my opinion. So, And the first line has to score, especially when we're at home. Like, we're not going to win if the first line doesn't score. Well, we're still a first-line team. Honestly, on the first line tonight, they kind of just got screwed on that one shift in the second where Robo Robo was out there for, like, two, three yep. minutes. He did not play on the first line for the rest of the game. He was gassed. Yep, that man. makes a big that difference. Was, that was his whole night. Yeah, I agree. And it's just unfortunate because uh, – they haven't shown up really. Our, our our first line hasn't really shown up except in game three. Joe Pavelski. It, that's what I'm saying. In game three, <laughs> Joe Pavelski showed up and he also scored a goal well, in the game winner the game in game winner. two as well. Yeah, but I mean, it, they're still the was... only ones winning us the game. But when we have one game where they don't score, it's going to cost us. I mean, that's that, that's what's going to happen when you have one line that scores 50 percent of your goals. They're going to have to score if you want to if you want to have a chance to win. They didn't tonight. We don't have a chance to win. So let's go ahead and jump into this because we're we're gonna talk about it anyway. So we might as well do it now because we've already brought it up. Uh, but going into the third period, stars are down one to nothing, and Rick Bonus decides to move Jason Robertson off of the top line, and that top line yeah. becomes Hintz, Pavelski, and Kiviranta, and he puts Robertson with Ben and Sagan. Now, I, I'm with I'm with James on that one. That that one was forced. 
Like Robertson was that that wasn't a strategic decision. That was a Robertson can't play at the same pace as he was because he was on the ice for literally I think there six was a minutes. TV break in between, but I think it was like yeah. four it, to six minutes. It it was it was like three minutes. Yeah, three minutes in his own zone. And then he went and played the power play after the TV timeout. <laughs> so yeah, I think that wasn't a that wasn't a choice that Bones wanted to make. It was forced. <laughs> so and and that comes from not being able to pass in our own defensive zone, because that's what it was. We had six chances to get out of our own zone during that segment, and we couldn't make three passes. We we really couldn't. Couldn't make three passes tape to tape. And that's why we were in our zone for so long. And I still can't believe they didn't score on that. Yeah, so uh, I really hope that's not a a thing that will, I think I agree with you, Christian. I didn't really think about that. So that's a good point to make out uh, that you and James did, but I really hope that's not a typical thing that's going to happen through the course of the rest of the series, because if that happens, we're really screwed. I mean, yeah. that, that only line, that line is the only line that can score for the Dallas stars. And we haven't scored a lot as it already has been in this series. So, and Robo really needs to get back on it. Uh, the longest goal drought he had during the regular season was four games. It's been four games without four a Robinson games. goal. We, we're going to need one next game. I don't think you can. I don't think you can come back to Dallas having lost two games straight. I mean, that's going to, with Calgary with a chance to clinch, that's going to be a tough, tough game. And it's amazing how quickly it can change because we were talking about we could be up three one in the series and. Now we're all worried about well, going back you to Calgary. And... You're you're thinking you can you can do it, but there was no response. I mean, we the stars knew the Flames were going to come out strong. I mean, you, you can't go down three to one. That's pretty much a death sentence. And the stars had no response for it tonight. And it makes you think like, is Bones getting them ready enough? Are the veterans getting them ready enough? It, it didn't look like it. Otto was ready. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, he, he's, he's going to have to keep doing it all all series because that's the only way we've been in these games. I saw some stupid uh, Twitter question is, are we going to see Wedge, Wedgwood in game five? I'm like, you're no. kidding, uh, right? That's, a that's like a slap to the face if you do that to Jake Ottinger. Like, no, that's and, just, and his, that's just I, I understood. I understood his reasoning. He was saying, "Oh well, Otter's really tired. He's faced a, a crap ton of shots." Yeah, that doesn't matter. <laughs> but you, you don't, you don't take your best goalie and not give him the chance to win Game Five when he's been standing on his head for your team. You give him that opportunity, no matter how tired he is, because he has more motivation than any yeah. Dallas Star well, player. And right you're, you're not going to be that tired after a full days of rest, no matter how many shots you face. I mean. It, that's just not a that's just a foolish comment <laughs> yeah I, I agree i thought it was stupid um what did uh what did you guys think about and we, we've kind of gotten away from the biggest winner biggest loser we'll come back to it in a second but i, I want to talk about the power play because the the power play in general again just sucks it absolutely sucks it's and, still bad well so I, i'm gonna jump in on this one because i knew y'all were gonna say something like that honestly it was the best I think we undressed their penalty kill better in this game than we had the entire series. It was the best of the four. We had still not good. I I disagree. I feel like there was we were actually passing the puck around and we got several chances. Um, we weren't shooting the puck when we should have though. So I agree that from that perspective, you know, we didn't execute on that part. But from a moving the puck and getting it 
into the locations where we can score goals, it was by far the best. I feel like there we had probably like I think four or five chances on two of our power plays that really could have been goals. Yeah, I mean that that's true, but I mean if you look at the stats, we have six power plays on the night. We have four shots on six power plays. You you, you can't. And, have and we only we four definitely shots. had the best chances of the whole series. That's uh, definitely true, but six power plays you have to have more than four shots i mean also two of those were like partial power plays too true but okay we'll we'll give them four and a half power plays and they only have four shots it's still not enough (laughs) get back into the discussion of why the why the nhl should fix that statistic because it's not really one for six it's like one for four and a half and and really again like i was saying they didn't they didn't shoot the puck when they needed to. So I agree there that they still have a little bit of executing to do, but if they, if they take those shots, then I, I think we end up with, you know, more, probably two more goals on the power play. There was one where yeah. Sagan was in the middle and just passed it away. Yeah. Um, and that one, you know, just put the, put the puck on the net. And that's definitely good to take the bright side into game five is that we did have better chances on the power play. We were at least entering the zone sometimes, and and he's right. If we shoot more, we're gonna have more scoring chances. So you gotta take some positive from this game, and that that's definitely one of them. And I mean, that's a I guess it's a good positive to have, but it didn't lead to anything. The most you got a goal in the just... power play. It was on the rush again, but you still scored one. But. I don't know, it, 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 but it was a moot point because it was already too late. It wasn't a moot point then. I, I don't think it yeah. was a moot point. Really, what made it a moot point was after they called a penalty right after we scored it. That sucked, man. Yeah, that was a huge dive. <laughs> that was that was one of the worst. It's one of the worst dives of the series so far. But and I mean, when he did that, we still had five minutes left in the game. We're down two. We just scored one, and we have momentum. And then the penalty just killed it. And that that's really what made me really upset about the refing in this game was like any momentum that we had at any point in time was just instantly killed by the refs it, well, it really didn't matter and that's from the from the first penalty of the game too i mean two minutes on domesticov for a hit to the head when he didn't touch his head oh crap Absolutely. And, but, but even, even worse than that is that yanni hockenpaw is high sticked in the face and has to get stitches because of it that's a four-minute power play we should have had to start the game. Instead, we get two minutes of penalty kill for the worst call of the series. Yeah. I mean, and, and That and could have been the turning point of the entire game, is that one call. Yeah, and that's and, and that's my whole problem why I, I blame the refs more in this game. It's because, like, we won the game in Calgary 1-0 to because Otter stood on his head, and this game felt like it should have been that exact same way. I mean, the two goals that they had that really just sunk us be- – was a three on five and then a penalty shot yeah. and that and that sunk the game i mean the if in the in the arena the stars were not not playing that game at that point the, the game was over for them there's eight minutes left in the game and they were done playing yeah it definitely felt like that after that second goal and that penalty shot was a terrible call um yeah that's an awful call yeah apparently you can't lift the stick anymore um so don't do that because and even if it even if it is a hook, it was one-handed. You're going to call a penalty shot in the playoffs for a one-handed 
kind of hook. In a one game goal, in a one, in a one, goal, one game. goal game. Yeah, that's and, ridiculous. And that's that's what I felt like the whole game. It's a one goal game for most of the most of the th- most of the game, and there's just these awful calls all the time. And it it was, I mean, the the atmosphere was still so much fun to be in, but it's it sucks when that happens. Yeah, yeah. So why don't y'all talk about the atmosphere there? Because it it's been a long time since the stars have had. Uh, playoff hockey at American Airlines Center, and we forget about that because yeah. we didn't make the playoffs last year, and then 2020 was the bubble playoffs. So uh, talk about y'all's experience a little bit uh, at the American Airlines Center tonight, Zach and James. What did you, how was it? Uh, it was it was great at the start of the game. Um, I, I went to several games back the, the year before the bubble. Was that 19? Uh, I think yeah. I went to, to five games that year. Um, and I think, I think this is probably the loudest – this was louder than it ever was then even. So, um, you know, kind of, it was great atmosphere. Even when we were down one zero, it was fine. After that, uh, after the, it, it, the air went out of the building after the, uh, no, after the bad call on the, uh, penalty on the penalty shot. Um, and I do think stars fans gave up a little bit too early because yeah, honestly, a, a lot of people left after that, after that penalty yeah, shot, I, I was, was going to mention that. Yeah, there was, was eight. There was eight minutes left, yeah, and so many it, people left. I was so pissed off that, at that too. That honestly. was that one was very frustrating. Uh, didn't like to see that, um, but you know, uh, we I, I can I can get why some more fair weather fans would leave at that point because we we didn't play well, kind of like what you've been saying. But still, I mean, it's a two goal game with eight minutes left. Like, yeah, it's only one goal, and it's right back on. Yeah, it, that's not that's not a. That's not a time when I feel like if you're a real Stars fan, you should be leaving. But, you know, um, we stayed the whole time. Uh, Until the empty netter. Well, it's, yeah, the empty netter. But at that point, you know, the game's actually. 21 open, seconds. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, at, with that, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, at the start of the game, the atmosphere was great. But the Stars, the stars playing bad plus the poor officiating – kind of took the air out of the building a little bit faster than I expected it to. Yeah. It was it was really nice though because like I think that's the longest my heart rate has been over a hundred. <laughs> it was like straight <laughs> the entire two and a half hours. My heart rate was just like through the roof. It was so freaking cool. But like and that and that's even with a with a one zero game for most for in a zero zero game for most of it. It was yeah is like a boring game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, adrenaline's a great drug. Boring. And <laughs> and even again after it was 1-0 going into the third, it was it was still so loud after that after even like going into the third, it was so much fun. Yeah, I've I've been trying to lose weight and I think I might just have to the Stars need to keep on winning games so I can go to more playoff games and just lose weight by going to them. Uh let my heart heart rate jump like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the in, the adrenaline in, in 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 the stadium like while I was in there. I, I was having a hard time typing on my phone and tweeting and texting y'all. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I know the feeling. Yep. I miss that feeling. I, it, it's been since December since I've been to a stars game. So, and with, with where I live, it's impossible to get, to get out there. Maybe if the stars can keep it going, I can make it to a game next weekend. If they, if they win this series out, but we'll see. Hey, hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley cup is finally on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in all of sports. 
New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win. Like for me, it's going to be the Dallas Stars. And get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I guess let me ask ask this, and then we'll go back to biggest winner, biggest loser, because uh, we, we need to actually talk about this game in general. But uh, where was that comment? Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I can't find it, can't find it. Um, I can't find it, but I think this was it. Uh, well, it's not really a comment. It's a question. It's more like a comment. Uh, Dennis Giryanov is not very good at hockey. Neither is Radulov. Time to make some lineup changes. So that brings up the interesting point of the fact that you've got Thomas Harley, you've got Marion Studenich, and you've also got Jacob Peterson, who for some wild reason still has not made his way into the series. Is it time for some lineup changes? Hanley's not the problem, so there's yeah. not time He's... for lineup changes on defense. But Re- Regilov and Grianov both need to come out, and they need to be replaced by Peterson and Studenich. Like, it, they, they showed it was not enough compete tonight from either of them. Grianov is so much faster than that. We all know that. I don't know what he's doing. Like, why? How can you not play your hardest for a playoff hockey game when the atmosphere is the way that Zach and James described it? Like, I, I don't get that. So they both need to come out. Peterson and Stunich both need to go in. And, I mean, they can both sit on the bench too. I mean, it's a pretty easy job. Bench warming is not hard. And, and also, it, that was kind of the frustrating thing about tonight with Stars fans is that when they left after that second goal, you could tell the players, like, they, they knew how many people were leaving. They felt it after that. They started playing way worse after that second goal went in. And really, I put that all on Stars fans. Yeah, I, I was gonna call that out too before y'all said it, but that's garbage. I mean, leaving in a two-goal game is ridiculous. Y- you can't be doing that, guys. Well, in uh, time on ice for Alexander Radulov tonight, seven minutes for Alexander Radulov, and Garyanov with a shy under thirteen minutes. So it- it's not like they're playing crazy high minutes or anything like that. I mean. And I guess this would be a good time to transfer into biggest winner, biggest loser, because there were, there was one particular player that I really need to hamper down on. And it's, it, it's pissing me off. And that's John Klingberg. I mean, it, it, it's, it was just turnover after turnover after turnover. And then the reason why that penalty shot was even a possibility was the fact that he was not there and he was not paying attention and he turned the puck over and it went straight to the to the best player on the ice. And I mean gives them to Haskinen too. I mean he had plenty yeah. of turnovers tonight. Both of them have three giveaways tonight. It was really and, bad tonight on the turnovers and and 
Uh, I didn't get to say my biggest winner, so I'll just say it in passing while we're talking about defense and how they're doing bad turnovers. I'll give mine to Hanley because I really thought Hanley played really well tonight. He's been he's really been given a job to from what it looks like on the ice. He's been given a job to clean up whatever Klingberg messes up, and multiple times tonight you saw him doing that. So, yeah. But yeah, the turnovers are absolutely off. Were really really bad tonight. Yeah, that's how the Flames had so much pressure and so many shots because we just kept passing the puck to them. Yeah, and like passing it to spots in the ice where there weren't, weren't even any Stars players at all. Yeah. It wasn't just like no they were missing passes or like they just weren't connecting. There was no one there. Yeah, it, it was it was dumb. So get, get this. My biggest winner obviously is Ottinger, but I want to point out this stat. 50 saves on 53 shots, 41 of 43 even strength, 5 of 6 on the power play, and 4 of 4 shorthanded. Yeah. There were two chances in one of the last power plays in the third period where Calgary had the better opportunities on the Stars power play than the Stars did. But that's not even the, the stat I wanted to point out. Giving up three goals in tonight's game, Jake Ottinger has a 943 Save yeah. percentage. A 943 save percentage. So really, I think this is on the Stars' best players because as the biggest, biggest losers because they didn't get anything taken care of tonight. And, I mean, yeah. I don't know if we need to, like, look at Robertson for that or say that's his fault or if it's Hintz and say it's Hintz's fault. Well, but because we but, can't really point at Pavelski because Pavelski has two yeah, game winners, goals, yeah. and I then mean, I mean you can still point at the first line. It doesn't matter. The first line has to score goals for us to win hockey games. I mean that's the way that we were the whole the whole regular season. So maybe it's not their fault, but the only way we're going to win is if they score. Yeah. So they've they've got to figure out a way to do it if they want to win. So and re- my- really, I felt like a lot tonight was about intensity. Like the the Flames were. They, they were more aggressive all night on the puck. We we weren't skating to pucks that were that could be 50-50s. We yeah, weren't winning. way faster than us. We weren't winning pucks on the boards. Um, I don't have the stats in front of me, but how much time did Robertson end up playing on the night compared to his other line mates? He had 20 minutes and 49 seconds. Holy crap. <laughs> Kent had 18 minutes and 53 seconds, and Pavelski had 18 minutes and 38 seconds. Yeah, and that that's part of where I get, like, Robertson didn't have a great second half of the game, which is where we were probably more offensive. He, he just got killed in the second period, man. And you could tell after after that long shift from him, it was like he was not playing the puck well. He was turning it over a couple of times. He was making bad passes. It was, I mean, re- really everyone on the Stars was making bad passes tonight. It was just a poor effort from everyone all around. Yeah. And that's why my biggest loser is every skater wearing green. <laughs> Cause I mean, we, we can keep talking about everything and go round and round, but really pretty much every part of our game was not good enough. Yep. Other than goaltending. <laughs> Otter is a freaking beast, dude. That save in the first period. Oh my goodness. I, we had the perfect angle for that save on to fully. That that was the sickest save ever. <laughs> yeah, I tr- I truly didn't believe he saved it. I really thought like it yeah. missed the net or something. I like I thought, truly didn't believe he had it in his glove. 
Yeah, I thought for sure we were down 1-0 there, and I thought that was going to be the game early in the first. Yeah. And right before that amazing save, he had a really good save on Shillington, too, who, yep. as Shillington made his way down to Otter. And I, I just wrote, wow. Um, yeah, one other player that I, I did want to point out here is Hawkenpot. Because we could point out this. I, you can say whatever you want to about the five-on-three penalties and all that sort of stuff. But the, the fact is is that right before that, uh, that original first penalty, Hawk and Paw turned the puck over three different times before he, <laughs> yeah. takes, before he takes the penalty. So it, it, and maybe, maybe it wasn't like a real turnover. Maybe it was just like a, he couldn't get it out and he shot it up the, up the boards and couldn't get it out. But either either way, there were three turnovers that led to that to his penalty. So yeah. w- whether that was him or somebody else or whatever. So I mean, as as mad as we can be at the refs, th- this is on the stars' shoulders minus Jay Cottinger. Yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, and they've got to play better next game, and I, I think they will. I mean, th- they respond well. They have a lot of veteran guys. You can't really play worse. <laughs> yeah, I, I and that's so that's one bright side. Is like I seriously don't think they could have played a worse game. And they were still it, in the game too. Yeah, and they were still in the game the whole the time. Game. I mean, so. we we essentially played what happened on game one, except the yeah. refs just had a few more calls against us. I think that's exactly true, James. And one thing that I one point or one thing I want to talk about, uh, that hit on Miro, the elbow to the head, that is bullcrap. That was intent to injure completely he goes in he lifts his arm above Miro's head and then comes down on him that was a garbage hit yeah that's that's trash and at the when it was that was at three to nothing too wasn't it yeah that was yeah. three so, to nothing that was that was after the game was essentially over and he goes and, do, and does that oh yeah. backland 100 knew what he was doing and, he knew and, exactly and, what he was doing and none of the flames players will fight the flames players fight. are a bunch of wimps they won't touch Jamie Ben with a stick because they're a bunch of babies. Well, here's here's one thing I do want to talk about in tonight, and, and this kind of flip flop for me. This is just an analytical point that I found tonight. It felt like the stars were more focusing on the physical side of the game. Mm. Okay, and and I'm not mm. talking about. So. Oh, oh, I don't on, think so on. either. There were. I really honestly thought there were a lot of hits. By by both sides, but the mm-hmm. issue is is that in game two and game three, Calgary was going in and basically just ramming any bodies they could. Anybody that was between them and the puck, they were just worried about the body and and hitting the body. And that's how I felt about tonight's game, but from the stars' perspective, and it's almost like it's no. flipped. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. Hold on, I'm, hold on, I just, hold on. I, no, hold I'm on. sorry. You're wrong. <laughs> because because here's the thing is that while the Stars were trying to... Well, the Flames got away from the the quote-unquote dramatical parts of the game, you know, Klingberg talking about that, you know, trying to find somebody to fight. Kachuk wasn't really, you know, getting into any sort of those kind of fights or anything like that. And I, I felt like the Stars were... Uh, uh, I mean, not as much as the Flames were in Game 2 and 3, but the, I think they focused too much on that. I, and I, I think that hurt them. I'm and, sorry. And maybe Ryan. that was just me. I'm sorry, Ryan, but you're completely wrong. There was, yeah, I, uh, compared to the last three games, there was no hitting, like at yeah. all. Yeah. 
I wholeheartedly was, disagree. That uh, might we be were, true in the first period, but the rest of the game, especially the second, is pretty wide open. Yeah. The third, and, there wasn't really a lot of hits. I that that's just not correct. And that's one thing I wanted to mention about the second. I was terrified in the second when those chances started going back and forth. I'm like, this is exactly the way that Calgary wants us to play. Please stop. <laughs> like and we then had they did a break. it in the third. Yeah, we had a break, but like a two-on-one break. And I was like, please just dump it in so that they can't get one back. <laughs> I said that out loud. I said, just dump it in, please. Oh, my goodness. Dump in no chase? Question mark? Dump, I, doesn't matter. <laughs> they can dump and chase, dump in no chase. Just don't take the two-on-one. You're not going to score on it anyway. <laughs> yeah, the stars don't score, so. Yeah, yeah the, the main, stars don't score. Probably one of the biggest things I saw was the lack of going in for those puck battles. I feel like uh, the stars were very, were very bad at that tonight. Um, there are several times where there, there, and one time in particular that I'm thinking about in the second period, we had three guys surrounding the puck, and a Calgary player skates through all three of them and takes the puck without getting touched. Yeah. So that that was was bad. It looked like the, there was no fight there, even when it was a one-zero game. So um, yeah, that and, was tough to watch. And that was, oh my goodness, the stadium was so mad at the stars for that. There was, especially while we were on the power play. You could play. hear it. You yeah. could hear it. Yeah, yeah. I was about to no, say, you could hear it. On the power play, when Sagan didn't shoot that puck, every oh. single person in the stadium was screaming, shoot. I've never heard a fan base cry more for shots. Yeah. I mean, the shots that we passed up tonight are were ridiculous. Especially that one from Sagan. I mean, the center and, slot, there's not a better spot, Sagan. And even at the end of the game, when there was, like, no one left on that six-on-four that we did, we were still, like, everyone was just screaming, please just shoot the puck. It was, it, yeah. like, And then when they did, they had, shot it directly into shin pads. Yeah. Every time we had a chance, like, that, where the first guy isn't up on them, and there's people in front of the net, like, shoot that, please. You are you don't have to worry about getting past the first dude. And if it hits someone down in the slot, it's either going to bounce back up to the point or it's going to bounce down and you maybe get a rebound chance. Like, Yeah. Let me ask this question, and I want to know what y'all uh, think about this question. Did the Stars have the effort tonight and just not the execution, or was there just no effort, no well, execution? We talked about it. There's, no, there's not enough effort. I mean – Zach said the puck battles. We talked about the physicality. There wasn't as much of it. We talked about the speed. There wasn't a much, as much of it. And the Flames definitely amped themselves up, and the Stars pretty much did the opposite and then folded. So yeah, it's definitely so- the effort thing. There's obviously some execution, too. We had scoring chances, but Especially the main in the thing first. is the effort. We were outplayed really? overall in this game. Yeah, for, for us to be able to win this game tonight, we really needed to score the first goal. If we scored the first goal tonight, we – we probably win the game in in tight because Otter Otter sees that he has a lead and he's going to hold on to that even more than he did tonight, which was absolutely insane, by yeah. the way. So keys to the game next game. I'm agreeing with James. You need the first goal. You need to have a great first period and you need to score. Otter will keep you in it, man. Otter will keep you in it. You got to give him give him some room. Give him something to work with, please. I mean, two goals. <laughs> yeah. Two goals, which seems. Not like a lot to ask yet. The stars have only managed to eclipse that once, once. in this yep. in this series. So I, I guess that is what needs to be ch- be changed. Um, 
Wednesday's game time was announced 8.30 p.m. Central Time, Wednesday night. We we need a response. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so it's a 6.30 local start for game yep. five? That's well, the weird. Stars have had 8.30 local starts, so yeah, they, they can take some weirdness. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I, I, hate, I hate the whole national television schedule Garbage. thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Chris. All right, last question. Um, who do we uh, who do we see in Game Five? Who comes out? I feel like it's pretty obvious. Peterson, Peterson. out. Peterson and Sudnicher in. Yeah, I don't. Honestly, I don't know that they'll take Radulov out. I think they'll probably take Gurry out for Peterson because he's going to be the he's going to be more offensive than Gurryanovs, and I don't think Sudnicher is going to be any more aggressive than Radulov is. Honestly. And and also we use Radulov on that second power play unit, which I guess we could use Stute or Peterson instead. But I don't know, man. Yeah, but Peterson hasn't played a bunch of games in the past two or three weeks. Going yeah, back, yeah, you go. He's, still, he's ready to go. The stars look tired anyway, so yeah, that's be true. fresh. <laughs> I feel like we see Peterson for sure. I just don't know what else. Uh, if it's just one player that comes out, it's going to be Radulov, in my opinion. I know that seems crazy, but I, I think he comes out. Peterson goes in. If if it's two players, it I agree with you. It'll be, uh, it should be Radulov and Garyanov because they're not doing anything. Uh, they're not noticeable on the ice in anything that they do. Uh, Radulov is making stupid plays at the offensive blue line. Uh, Garyanov is turning over the puck consistently in in both zones. Um, yeah, you know, too. I mean, there were there were just too many passengers tonight. Too many yeah. passengers. Yep. There was there was one driver and everyone else was a passenger. Yeah, there's literally yeah. a whole line who sat on the bench like they were on a flight. Yep. <laughs> so, biggest game is always game five, is what the people say. So we got a three game series now. Calgary has home ice advantage back. You got to answer to it for a game like this. The nice thing is, is if the Stars win this game they can finish it in game six, but they've got to go in and finish game five. That's how quick the momentum can flip. You got a clinching game in Dallas. You got to think that's huge, but I mean, just the same for Calgary. They split just the same way we split. And now they're going into their home barn, ready to put themselves one game away from the second round. So that's how fast it can change. Yep. Um, I, I guess we can be semi happy though tonight. Colorado did sweep the Nashville Predators, so yeah, I don't care. Sad. That's I just don't sad. Care. <laughs> I care. I hate the Nashville Predators. Screw them. I hate them have too, goalie, but we're though. not gonna. We weren't gonna play them ever in the playoffs anyway. So yeah, no, wouldn't that so. be a thing? Two wild cards in this conference final. Oh goodness. Wrap it up, Ryan. I'm oh, talk, tired of talking about this game. All right, let's get. All right, let's let's we'll wrap this up. Uh, thank you guys for listening following along with us on the after game review for game number four. We'll be back with you guys again on Wednesday. Start time is seven 30 for the stars. 30 central time, eight 30 central time for the stars. Thank you. Uh, Christian, uh, please go follow us on all our social media accounts. Please leave us a review anywhere. You listen to your podcast. Uh, we really appreciate the uh, support that we're getting. We're getting our download numbers have been absolutely insane the past couple of days we actually charted at number 62 in the nation for hockey podcasts beating out some uh pretty big name podcasts so we really appreciate you guys uh, listening to this 
please consider leaving a review and any comments that you guys have either here on YouTube or anywhere that you're listening to this, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. And uh, as always, uh, we got our our merch store as well. That's the best way you can support us at StarCastSuckerMarkShop.com. Go and check out all of your merch options. We'd really appreciate if you guys would do that as well. And along with Chris, James, and Zach. It's good to have Zach tonight, by the way. Thanks, Zach, for joining us. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I kind of forced him, but you know. Yeah, forced him. It's, it's, it's hard not to talk when I'm so frustrated. That <laughs> I was really planning on staying quiet and just letting y'all do y'all's thing, but, it, you know. Too hard. Too, Too hard. hard, yeah. That's why we started this, right? <laughs> Anyways, guys, hopefully we'll have better news on Wednesday. Uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. We hope you guys have a good, fantastic evening, morning, afternoon.